0: We'd like to welcome audiences to this online recording of episode 17 of Alki, the gamified music improvisation podcast coming to you this week from the UK, France and the US. My name's Benedict and joining me as always is the prolific multi-instrumentalist and music producer Andy Lowe.
1: Hello. Yes, and our first guest on the podcast today is a musician who for several years lived half an hour away from me and this is the first time we've ever played together just after he's moved to a different country. Bertie Webb, welcome to Alki. Hello, how are we doing? It's great to have you here. Tell us a bit about what you'll be playing today. Uh, I'm going to be playing an iPad with various different sounds, hopefully. Could you demo a few of those sounds for us, please?
2: I've got a nice little synth going on here. (laughs) Here. And there's some really cool sounds. This is using the GarageBand app on my iPad. And you can do
1: all sorts of crazy things. So other GarageBand users should be familiar with some of these sounds that you're going to feature.
2: Hopefully, yeah. It's a great app if, you, if you've got an iPad and you want to download <laughs> No, we're not
0: being
1: sponsored by Apple. <laughs> no, I don't need any help. <laughs> does uh, Tim Cook not listen to
3: this?
0: <laughs> don't worry, we've already blown our Apple sponsorship. <laughs> Thank you, and we're also very lucky tonight to be joined all the way from Portland, Oregon by educator, YouTuber, and woodwind player,
4: Joel Ford. Hello, yes, nice to be here. Hello. So, you've taken a
0: break from your music teaching to be with us today, which I understand you do entirely online now, Joel, is that right?
4: Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm streaming music content. I feel like an interactive kid's show, especially (laughs) with the younger grades. Excellent. So what instrument are you going to be playing tonight? I'll be playing a a tenor saxophone. Uh, It's a Selmer Mark 7. Wow. Well, perhaps you could show us what it sounds
3: like.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Joel. It's my pleasure. Right. Okay. So, befitting current limitations, Aoki is embarking tonight on a whole new way of jamming. Unless the novel coronavirus is now able to infect us through the very fibre optics themselves, we couldn't be much more geographically distanced. We have therefore devised and adapted a whole raft of new games which we hope will mitigate the effects of latency. That's the delay caused by data transfer, which otherwise makes jamming over the internet Uh, with any kind of accuracy,
1: impossible. So the delay that you get while playing together over the internet makes keeping a beat together and hitting notes at the same time pretty much an impossibility. So you can expect our jams today to be a bit more fluid, a bit more ambient, and to have not much of a sense of pulse to them. (laughs) But that doesn't mean there won't be any rhythm.
0: Yeah, so we'll be focusing on aspects of music other than
1: rhythm tonight. Okay, Andy... Right, it's time for our first jam of the session. So this new jam is called progressions. And the idea is very simple. We pick two randomly generated chords and we have a minute and a half to transition from one chord to the other chord. I should say as well that we have to take turns to change notes. We'll all be playing long sustained notes and trying to keep in our turn order as we change them. That's
0: right, and we'll be choosing those chords tonight using our algorithm which involves a 12-sided musician's dice to choose the key, and two six-sided dice.
1: So, Ben, please generate two random chords.
0: Okay, here we go. (laughs) Okay, so those chords are A major 7th, and F sharp minor 6th. So those are both extended chords with four notes and we're going to be transitioning between them over the course of a minute and a half. And what are we going
1: to be playing? I'm going to be playing saxophone on this jam. Ben, what are you going to play? Uh, I'll be using this synth sound.
0: And that's on my Nord. I'll be making use of the very good pitch bend stick. So if everyone's ready. Yep. Please start your timers on three, two, one.
1: I keep imagining that I can circular breathe and I need to remember to actually take a breath in between my notes. (laughs) That could be problematic. Oops.
0: Yep. So you sax players have the additional challenge of having to breathe continuously for a minute and a
1: half, unlike us synth players. Yeah, well, I didn't manage it.
4: (laughs) If we were real pros, we we would be circular breathing, as implied by Andy. But that's a... All my teachers could circular breathe, but they always said, ah, it's a party trick. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty cool. In a way, you've got
2: too much time to think about the next note. Or is that just me? Overanalyzing what everyone else is doing and trying to think, well, I need to play a different note to whoever's... Yeah. (laughs) Whatever they're playing on there.
0: It's like paralysis by analysis. Well, I found that whoever plays the note before you is kind of your trigger... Uh, so I was listening out for whatever Joel was playing and trying to s- play something
4: that would suit that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was listening to Birdie's anything Birdie was contributing. And it, it always felt like there was always a kind of moment, like it always felt longer than I expected that moment between when uh, I have played my note and I next hear Birdie's note. Like that was a, that was, it was, I agree, Birdie. There was a, it felt kind of prolonged. Mm.
1: Yeah, I thought so. I was, I was trying to make sure that it didn't become too consonant, because you. Are, I was hoping as well that, that there would be like a, I don't know, a dissonant middle, and then a nicer resolution, even though it's a slightly hmm. gnarly chord that we finished
4: on. I tried to make that happen. Oh man, that makes me feel really bad for playing that one unison. <laughs> I was, I'm sorry about that. It's all about the push and pull though, isn't it?
1: It, it helps. So,
0: pushing on to our second jam of the night, which is called Conversations, which Andy is going to tell us all about.
1: Well, we decided that one way we could jam online without problems of latency is just by taking turns, although that doesn't sound very interesting by itself. So, we've decided to make it a conversation. Each musician will be assigned the personality of a character, and then as we move through different people's turns, they'll have to play their instrument in character.
0: That's right. So Andy and I have devised some characters for ourselves and our guests, and we're now going to be reading those out for the first time. So Bertie, if you please.
2: Okay, so I am upbeat Frank, who is unswervingly optimistic and often comical. Frank always knows how to bring a smile, even in challenging circumstances.
4: Thank
0: you, Bertie. So next, Joel, would you like to read your character, please?
4: There we go. René, a fiery and passionate lover. He's a charmer and smooth talker. Don't expect monogamy. Okie doke. An exciting character there. Andy, (laughs) would you please go next?
1: I am Maurice. Lugubrious and gloomy. Maurice answers most questions with a sigh. When you're ungainly and morose, everything's a burden. Well, he sounds like a hoot. (laughs) Who are
0: you? Thank you. And my character is Claire. She is prim, sophisticated and well-read. She knows how to keep up appearances and likes things to be kept in an orderly fashion. Andy, how did you know? Insights. Yikes. So, much like a spoken conversation, we'll be taking turns to engage one at a time with no particular order, so we can expect interruptions and arguments, perhaps. Uh, Who knows what will happen. And what are you playing on this one, Andy? I'm going to try and be as morose as possible on the violin. (laughs) And I'm going to be using the piano. So let's make a start.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Cut the tension with a knife <laughs> that was really interesting how it evolved um I, I i swear i heard frank and renee flirting and it seemed like things got very frosty between renee and claire which makes me think maybe claire's got a thing for frank
4: well you can't blame her yeah I'm pretty sure everybody's attention
1: is on Frank there. And poor Maurice (laughs) is just completely left out. There
2: were some really cool moments though, wasn't there? When I think everyone was a bit standing on ceremony to begin with and and didn't want to tread
1: on each other's toes but then we started to feel it and
2: it kind of developed nicely.
1: Yeah, my my character wasn't particularly vocal but there were times where well, there was one particular moment where he kept getting interrupted actually in the middle and he was sort of going, I, 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 (laughs) I and then he finally got to say something. Towards the end, that pent-up frustration came out in one long rant <laughs> um, about how bad everything was.
4: Yeah, and then everybody jumped in to defend themselves, like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, right when it, but the, yeah, you definitely had the space. There,
2: there was a story, definitely. Mm.
0: Excellent. So, what have we all been listening to this week, Joel? How about you?
4: Yeah. Okay. I've been listening to. I've been uh, as part of my teaching. I've been I've been teaching different music from around the world and. I dug deep into Vietnamese music and been listening to just a little bit of Vietnamese folk music and then Vietnamese pop <laughs> and hip hop. And I even I found P.Q. Phan, who's a, a Vietnamese composer.
0: Wow. So much. So uh, how would you characterize Vietnamese music?
4: Um, the melodies are, are really long. The phrases are really long, I found. And there is a lot of uh, r- rhythmically driven by uh, by intricate drum patterns and uh, or featuring a drum as a soloist. Uh, there's often an instrument will give an introduction and this i found this in the case of even like vietnamese rock music which was really great by the way like from the late 60s and 70s vietnamese rock music was amazing by the way um but like uh it would always it would usually start with like a long like a drum intro um and have really tight drum parts uh, and the vietnamese hip-hop too had really sick beats really sick wow excellent bertie what about you what have you been enjoying
1: recently
2: I don't know whether it's enjoying or not, but I've uh, it's got to that point of the year where we start doing Christmas music with pupils. So this week has been a few Christmassy songs. Although I, I like the Pogues. You like the Pogues?
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, the Darkness, uh, Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. I've been doing a, I've been doing a guide track for that for uh, for an online video that we're going to be doing. So that's been good fun as well. So getting into the Christmas spirit maybe a little bit early, but if you don't start it with them now, they never
1: know how to play anything by Christmas, do they? So. <laughs> That's true. I used to run a choir. We would start practising our Christmas tunes in September. Um, I, I normally leave it as after half-term,
2: October half-term, then we can start to, you know, dust the... Uh, what, which, which one is it now? The uh, Carols for Choirs book. That's a good one.
4: I oh mean, you've got to do Christmas music, though. We used to make a Christmas album every year for 10 years. We have 10 of them. They're terrible. <laughs>
2: What, for the kids?
4: No, uh, just me and my friends. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Wow.
1: Cool. Well, I've been enjoying the Mars Volta and uh, went back and listened to their album Deloused in the Comatorium. And But there's one particular track that stood out to me, which I hope I'm going to say this right. Uh, it's called Cicatriz Esp, and it's about 12 minutes long, and it... evolves through these different sections and it's like so some bits are really heavy some bits are really sparse um and the the grooves the percussion in it's fantastic so I, i really got into that sounds good
0: I've been listening to some heavy stuff this month. I've been listening to the latest album by the electronic metal band Enter Shikari. Um, There's a track on their new album called Modern Living, which is so catchy. It's been in my head for weeks. It reminds me a lot of the early Blur albums that I used to listen to. Although this one has some particularly good synth sounds that I like. Um, I don't know if that's a good reason to like something.
2: That's
4: a perfectly good reason to like something. What are you talking about? (laughs) Fine. Depends if they're
2: actually playing the synth or whether it's just the computer.
0: No, it's just the computer.
2: <laughs> oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> kind, of,
0: um, kind of synth metal. Synth metal. Like cool. uh,
4: Dream, Th- Dream Theater is synth metal too, right? A lot of synth metal. Kind of, yeah. Songs. Prog.
1: Prog, yeah. So we're now going to do a trigger cards jam. This is one of the classic jams that we do at Alki, although today we're going to do it slightly differently. Uh, we've all signed into a Zoom session an app that we're all getting very familiar with. And I have the whole stack of trigger cards which give instructions to the musicians to change the way that we're playing.
0: Yeah, so these might include instructions like speed up or play more notes or even the dreaded chaos card where anything can happen.
1: So at random intervals, I'm going to pick up a trigger card, show the musicians on Zoom and see what that does to the music. Excellent. So for this jam, I'm picking up my Melodica. Ben, are you on the Nord again?
0: Uh, Yep, that's right, I'll be on the Nord Stage 2 again. Okay, so Joel, would you like to kick off this Trigger Cards Jam? Sure. Thank you. So, when you're ready.
3: Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: game
4: uh, that's a good game i might have missed one of the cards but i think i followed what everybody else was doing <laughs> successfully so I'm just
1: let me gonna let me set you through what changes we had so we had loop and idea that was one of my favorite ones actually i think because when you're in a bit of that wash of vagueness having repetition really helps you latch onto something uh, then we had change timbre which is easier for some than others well for me Uh, change timbre and change register pretty much
0: had the same effect I just played in a different octave on the keyboard.
1: I think I did um, I I went from playing single notes to playing chords because the sound is so different on the melodica when you start bringing notes together Uh, we had the softer card, then we had the mimic one player.
0: Ah yes I think Joel was the first person to play something that got
4: mimicked on that card. I mimicked Joel, yeah. I, I was mimicking Birdie, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I, think, I think I think it became uh, rather circular in that, uh, the feedback loop. It was quite a feedback loop in that part of the jam.
2: It was cool, wasn't it? you take on someone's idea and then that would develop and you'd take on,
4: yeah. And then just we cool. had change register.
0: Easy.
1: Yeah, that's fairly straightforward too. I just kept changing registers. <laughs> Excellent.
0: So our final jam of the night is called Textures. And this textures jam is all about creating an ambient music bed using the extended techniques of your instrument.
1: Three of us will be just creating an atmosphere by making textural sounds with our instruments, while one person is a designated soloist taking the lead playing over the top. When they've had enough, they'll say the name of one of our other musicians and swap to the new soloist.
0: That's right, so the lead instrument will be changing throughout. Now, what are we going to be playing on this one? I'm going to be hopping over onto the violin for this jam.
1: Andy, how about you? I'm hopping back onto the alto sax. And Bertie, you're actually changing instruments for this one, aren't you?
0: I
2: am. I've grabbed my electric guitar.
4: And Joel's still on the tenor sax. Yeah, I've decided to stick to it. I'll try some multiphonics for the bed.
0: Ooh. Okay, Andy, take it away.
1: See uh-huh. uh-huh.
3: uh-huh.
2: some cool moments in that again
1: <laughs> it's definitely uh in the vein of like free jazz joel i think it was your penultimate solo was just kind of full of uh fun squawks and it it's like you'd moved from the being the texture person to being the solo you you, you were still using the same kind of extended techniques but you're just bringing them to the limelight
4: oh yeah i, 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 I I, I did sort of blur the two instructions in my mind towards the end a little bit, yeah. I brought, brought, brought kind of back to my high school self. I got a, lot of, got a lot of applause for playing stuff like that over jazz solos in high school, so...
0: Oh, cool. So, yeah, the, the violin is a particularly good instrument to use on a jam like that because it's so great for extended techniques. You can smack the strings with the side of the bow, you can slide up and down, and you can kind of grind the bow against the strings...
4: Yeah, I thought that was nice. I was trying some bisbigliando um, effects too in there. I was doing that, and my multiphonics, I think, were like some of them came out okay, but some of them, some of them, uh, I was I was working with a little bit. But it was, I think that that had the the correct effect, anyways.
1: What's a bisbigliando? Oh, yeah, that's the
3: uh...
4: <laughs> that kind of sound. Ah. Oh, okay. It's chant. I guess a tamboral trill. It's like a tamboral trill. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I
2: kept falling into the hole of rhythm.
4: Well, I wonder now, I, I, I tried to lock into the rhythm sometimes, and I wonder for the people who were laying down the rhythm, if it sounded like we were together or not.
2: Well, yeah, I was trying to pick up on people's, you know, what they are doing in the solo and trying to complement it lower down or something like that, and I don't know whether it's going to actually be in time or...
1: The music is going to sound different for each one of us because the delay is going to presumably be slightly different. And, yeah. Um, so one person might be hearing it and thinking... Man, we're really in the pocket here. For someone else, it's it's a completely different groove. I mean, we were never in the pocket.
4: But... <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's worth. We should get some data on it. Let's listen to it back and see what. If I, I want, I'm going to listen back and be like, I thought I was in the pocket on this one part of the jam. Let's see. Where, <laughs> let's see where it. <laughs> yeah, we just don't know.
0: Excellent. So here we are at the end of the show. But before we finish, we're just going to talk about what some of our favourite jams of the night were. Uh, Joel, how about you?
4: Oh, I really liked trigger cards because um, I I liked the freedom that we started out with and that every time there was a trigger card, it had a a definite change on the jam, which I thought was pretty good overall. So.
0: yeah, our first trigger cards jam to be performed over Zoom. Uh, Bertie, how about you?
2: Uh, well, I did enjoy the trigger cards, uh, but I think for me the progressions one was my favourite. I liked that we were moving through the chords and trying to work out, trying to preempt what everyone else was doing, and trying to work out where this where the music was going to go. But I also liked the conversations and having the character. That was a really cool idea.
1: Yeah, and I have that- to say the conversations jam was definitely my favourite. I enjoyed all of them, but there's something about having a kind of story and yeah. creating mm. um, a narrative that then your, your imagination can really get to work, filling in what's happening with all those interactions. Uh,
2: yeah, and you could hear the characters coming through, couldn't you, and the, the conversation between them, and
4: that was a great idea.
2: I like being up t- uh, 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 upbeat frank, that was it, wasn't it?
4: That's right. I look forward to listening back to that one for sure, uh, could sort of apply even more story to what happened. I'm sure it'll be a lot clearer in retrospect
0: Yes And of course the next time we do that jam We'll have a raft of exciting new characters uh, To explore And costumes wasn't it as well Oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) Well I think out of the three new jams Which were progressions, conversations and textures My favourite was probably the first one Progressions Um, I look forward to trying to do that jam With even more chords
3: Mmm Yeah
0: Excellent So if you've enjoyed What you've heard here tonight Why not subscribe To the Alki Podcast On iTunes or Spotify Why not follow The Alki Podcast On Instagram Facebook or Twitter Or better still Why not gather some friends Gather some instruments Put away the sheet music And listen to what emerges That concludes episode 17 of Alki, the gamified music improvisation podcast coming to you this week from the UK, France and the US. We'd like to thank our special guests, Bertie Webb. Thank you for having me.
4: And Joel Ford. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm Andy. I'm Benedict. Good
0: night.